Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Joe Biden had classified documents in his garage in addition to his office. So that's the big story today. I got to believe, man, I mean, all your media outlets were really on it yesterday. All of them. It led or was second only to the airline story on, because I watched all these, NBC Evening News, ABC Evening News, CBS Evening News, MSNBC, CNN, and Fox. Wow, when's, listen to you. When's the last time a news story, a political, a scandal was on all of those? Particularly a scandal looking in the direction of a Democrat. Right. It's been ages. And I think the fact that they found stuff in his garage is significantly sketchier than it was in his office at the think tank. Yes. Yeah. Well, and two or three, if you count like his mudroom, which they say there are more classified documents there uh, so far. I mean, how long before we hear? Yeah, there's some in the bedside table. Also, uh, some at his racket club and. uh uh, another one at his vacation home, and oh, in the glove compartment of his 1961 Nash Rambler. You gotta like oh. the fact that Hunter had access to these. Probably, I mean, imagine he's in the in the garage at the old man's house now and then. Yeah, you, you know. Well, we don't have time for that tangent. For once in my life, I'm going to show a little discipline. Hmm. 
Uh, so a couple of things. I'm going to mention this very, very briefly. I'd love to go uh, into it at length because I grew up in the great state of Illinois. But Illinois is utterly ignoring the lessons of the blue cities of the West Coast and has enacted, at least in part, this so-called Safety Act, which overhauled Illinois' justice system in a the direction of wokeism. Provisions like limiting when defendants can be deemed flight risks, allowing defendants to use electronic monitoring to leave home for 48 hours before they can be charged with escape, eliminating cash bail, although the state Supreme Court suspended that. They are going full-on woke justice system, and Illinois is about to explode with crime. Uh, I will just uh, mention that that briefly and then move along. We will uh, observe it as it progresses. We have sources in the state of Illinois who will keep an eye on it for us. Gotcha. So I was uh, I was intrigued by this. Uh, it's a cons- it's considered an opinion piece in the New York Times. Came out a little while ago and I held on to it. Uh, what they did was gather eleven cops to talk to them about their jobs in crime. The headline is what these 11 cops think people don't understand about crime. But it it goes into a whole bunch of interesting stuff that we wanted to uh, spend a couple of segments on. think you'll find it as intriguing as we do. And certainly, if you are an LEO, a law enforcement officer, and you want to weigh in via text, it's 415-295-KFTC. Or email is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And uh, this same hour tomorrow, we'll, we'll hit some of the responses. But the 11 participants included Alexandria, a Hispanic Democrat uniformed cop. Ashley, a white Republican uniformed cop. Christopher, a white Republican detective. Desmond, a black Republican court investigator. Esmeralda, a Hispanic Democrat uh, uniformed cop. Jared, a black independent uniformed cop. Uh, Chimera, a Hispanic Democrat detective. You got a white Republican uniform cop, white independent, black Democrat, and mixed-race Republican. So it's nice, uh, you know, nice variety. Let's start with a fill-in-the-blank exercise. What I love most about America is blank. And Alexandria, the Hispanic Democrat, says diversity. Uh, She stole my word. I'd have to say the same thing, says Republican. America is the melting pot. Somebody says democracy, people, the freedoms we have, opportunity. The mixed-race Republican dude said that. I, I like that answer. That's a good Let's one. Let's do another one. What worries me most about America? It's blank. Uh, Desmond, the black Republican, said, I'd say cultural ignorance, division, division, freedom and rights, politics. I'd say lack of gun control, said Kamara, the Hispanic Democratic detective. Yeah. What would you say? Uh, what worries me most about America... Wow. I think I'd go with a lack of perspective or something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, it would be something not surprisingly like the, the idea that the government should run every facet of our lives, mm. something like that, That's honestly. Uh, anyway, how many of you would agree with the following? They asked the following statement. I believe I'm able to help fix what worries me about America. Five people raised their hands and said, yeah, I think as a cop, I can help. I can lead by example, et cetera. It's nice. Um, And then they go into uh, asking, have you ever felt criticized or attacked for something that you've said? And uh, some examples of one of my more liberal friends posted something on Facebook. I didn't attack him. I didn't say anything negative towards him. I just stated my opinion on how I felt both candidates uh, were terrible. You must be talking about the Dr. Oz Fetterman thing and 
Uh, I was cut off. We were neighbors. We were friendly prior years ago, and he went on the attack and just kind of kept attacking and saying stuff. Obviously, he's not open to a different opinion. And they go into the uh, canceling each other for disagreeing, um, which reminds me, uh, who was I listening to? I think it one of it was one of the. Uh, oh, that's right. It was Steve Hayes of the Dispatch talking to uh, David French about how they think the great battle of our day is not R versus D, but it's um, people who have a pluralistic view of life, who understand that people disagree, and that's good. That's what a democracy is all about. It's us versus the people who think only one opinion can be held, and anybody who doesn't is evil and must be silenced. Would you agree? I think that's one of the great contests of our time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I don't want to get off into that too much because we talk about that sort of thing a fair amount. Uh, they ask him as a kid, what do you want to be when you grew up? Uh, one guy says, a cop. Hmm. Talks about watching police shows, and I was helped by a cop once. And this uh, the, Kimara, the Hispanic Democrat, says, I wanted to be a veterinarian, but then I got bit by a dog, so that was out. And I thought, <laughs> maybe I'll be in law enforcement. <laughs> oh, wow. I just thought that was cute. Yeah. All right, now getting into the more impactful stuff. Where would you say crime ranks as an issue for you personally compared to other things that are facing our country? How many of you say crime's not that important? Nobody raised a hand. Wow. Somewhat important. Three people raised their hands. Pretty important. Eight people raised their hands. How many consider crime the most important issue facing the country today? Nobody raised their hands. But virtually all of them said pretty darned important. Yeah, I wonder if that what that would have been like prior to this uh, boom in crime, just because when you're a cop, you spend all your time dealing with the worst segment of society. You might always think crime is a bigger deal than the rest of us do. Yeah. Probably do. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how you're a cop, because Joe and I have done ride-alongs with cops before, and that's pretty much my only exposure, but in a number of different cities where you ride around and see the bad neighborhoods, and I don't know how you have any positive view of the world when you do that job. Yeah, yeah. So here's where it gets really interesting to me. Um, they asked the various cops, why did you say it was somewhat or very important? And Ashley, the white Republican who said somewhat, said the real issue, and this was the part that gratified me that was in the New York Times, some of this stuff that's to follow now. The real issue is the lack of respect and parenting. And these insane ideologies and teachings that we're bringing into schools. If you don't change it, you'll never change crime. We got out of Philly in the last couple of years. My children are in public schools in the suburbs, which are great. I fully, I'm fully behind them being exposed to everything and culture and respect. But some of the critical race theory books that have been brought on the table are absolutely insane when you read them. And this theory of you can use whatever bathrooms you want. My daughter's confused as to why there's a boy in the bathroom. And the pronouns. My own kids come home and don't understand. But this person wants to be called that i just think that it's very uh, very confusing world for little minds god i would say it's a it's a confusing world for older minds i was gonna say bigger minds but i can't claim that um yeah i'd say god dang it kimaro the hispanic democrat yeah my kids are facing questions in the in their single digits of age that, like, no human being hardly had ever considered in the history of mankind. Yeah. Right. Which is That's exactly right. Kamara, the Hispanic Democrat, makes the point that, yeah, my kid's only three, but soon I'm going to have to explain stuff that I never had to figure out at growing up as a kid. It's very different. 
Uh, Christopher, the white Republican detective, said people see on TV that you can just go into a Walgreens and take whatever you want. There's no consequences to any of your actions, and that speaks volumes. I mean, growing up, I was scared to get in trouble. I was scared to do anything wrong for the fear of getting in trouble with the police, and more so my parents. Here's Stan, the mixed-race uniformed cop. Seeing what I've been growing up and then becoming a law enforcement officer for the last 15 years, it's the reason I moved my family to the suburbs, out of the city. I don't want my kids to grow up where I grew up. Criminals know what they can get away with, and some of them know the law better than we do. You take that and you mix it with a district attorney who does certain things certain ways, and it's a recipe for what we have. So being born and raised in New York City, being home, it saddens me to watch it go back to where it was in the early 80s. Boy, that particular one bothers me when my kids have said, uh, I remember during the pan, uh, during the pandemic, there was a lot of, uh, th- that guy's not wearing a mask. How come we have to wear a mask and he doesn't? He's homeless, so he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to yeah. follow. How come he gets to have his dog in the park? Because he's homeless. He doesn't have to follow the rules. Right. I know it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me, but yeah. Yeah, one more, and we'll uh, we'll take a break on this, but uh, the moderator asks Reginald, the black Democrat uniformed cop, uh, Reggie, what do you think about all this? How important an issue is crime to you? And Reggie says, I definitely agree with what everybody's saying. That's a Democrat. I was born in Baltimore City, and if anybody knows Baltimore, you know you get a lot of things going on down there. I moved my family from Baltimore City into Baltimore County. Being a product of public schools, I walked those same streets as these kids. If it wasn't for somebody stepping in and saying something to me, I could have been on the wrong side of the law. But going back to politics and going back with what Stan said, these criminals know the law better than we do. We are handcuffed because some new law is always being put in place. We're handcuffed, and we can't effectively do the job we were sworn to uphold. That's interesting. They move on to other fair asking these 11 cops about the reality of crime and punishment in the streets. And uh, the next part's every bit as uh, interesting as what preceded it. I hope you can hang around. What's the first thing Governor Sarah Huckabee banned in Arkansas, having just been sworn in as governor? Among other things we have coming up that Joe just mentioned. Stay here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Was that more of guitar legend Jeff Beck, who died yesterday at age 78? I see that Johnny Depp was at his bedside as he died. Hmm. Yeah, they've done a musical project together. That was actually pretty well thought of. Interesting. So uh, we're dealing with this New York Times uh, long article. It's an interview, essentially, with 11 different cops where they ask them a bunch of questions about the reality of policing and crime, that sort of thing. It's pretty damned interesting. If you missed the first segment, grab it later via podcast. But uh, moderator says, I want to jump to my next question. What do you know or think about crime that regular Americans may not know when it comes to that issue? Jared, the black independent uniformed cop, says, regular people think that a lot of criminals are bumbling and stupid. But no, the criminals are quite smart. Mm. We have a no chase policy and criminals know what our boundaries are. They know that if we hit that certain street or freeway, we have to cut it off. Regular people don't think of it in terms of, quote, let me do some things to help alleviate the crime. They think we're superheroes. They think we're robots, that we have no feelings. So you want me to be there for you. But at the same time, I'm the bad guy. You only need me when you need me. Interesting, the idea that they know exactly where the boundary is. Uh, Alexandria, the Hispanic uniformed cop in Chicago, says we get constantly told, do your job. But then she goes at some length about how all these policies come from the mayor on down and then the police brass and we got to follow them. And and then the people on the street yell at us. And I'm like, hey, tell the mayor, tell your politician. She's the one who enforces the policies. Makes me angry that I have to explain myself to regular citizens that I encounter in the streets because they don't understand our policies. Mm. Let's talk about violent crime for a second. Robbery, assault, sexual assault, murder, and the like. What do you think are the main causes of violent crime today? Stan, the mixed-race Republican, says, in one word, desperation. He elaborates. In the inner cities in New York, people feel, I can't speak for them. I'm just relaying what I've been told. There aren't enough opportunities, aren't enough programs, there aren't enough resources. After being incarcerated and released, there's literally nowhere to go, nowhere to turn. So the natural instinct is to turn to what they know. You know what? He's a Republican cop. Oh, I have, I'll take his opinion uh, seriously. Yeah, I have some real sympathy for that. I don't know what the remedy is. Oh, I do is. too, yeah. I don't know what the remedy is, though. I, the, the best remedy would be don't do crimes in the first place mm-hmm. and end up in that situation. Yeah, but you have to recognize people, especially young men, do stupid stuff. Uh-huh. They just don't have impulse control or don't think things out in the long term. Their brains aren't developed. And if they make a stupid young mistake, I have no problem with giving people second chances in life. Anyway, how about 25th chances that we seem to do regularly? Completely different. Completely different, of course. Desmond, the black Republican, says a lot of this is mental health and lack of mental health resources that we have to try to combat this. Raffi, the white independent, uh, says, I do believe the family structure is letting down kids. A lot of the kids, they don't have a good family where there's a father or mother or an uncle or a cousin, somebody looking after them, a big brother saying, no, this is the right way to go. They need somebody to depend on. Give them a path. So a variety of good uh, points there. Have you ever been a victim of violent crime? What was it like dealing with law enforcement as a victim? 
This one uh, cop got stabbed almost to death. Cop saved his life, and he said, that's my calling. Um, Mm. Wow. uh, Alexandria, the Hispanic Democrat, said, my daughter and I were victims of violent crime about 15 years ago. A van pulled up in front of us, and two masked men jumped out, tried to kidnap her daughter. They're pulling at her daughter as she's pulling back. Oh, my God. She ended up solving the crime. Holy crap. She and her partner and uh, the tech force located the truck, fingerprinting, finally got somebody, et cetera, et cetera. But she had to solve it herself. And then it gets even more interesting. This is just so good. Uh, Rafi, the white independent cop, says, in any occupation, including ours, about 20% of people do 80% of the work. You give me eight cops, two will be great, two will be subpar, four will be average. Um, And nobody disagrees. Oh, let's see. They get into the economy. I think Chris is correct. We have a lack of self-respect, a lack of respect for others in society. You have a lack of respect for other people's opinions, because if their opinion is not yours, then hell, just shoot them or beat the crap out of them. I had an interaction with a cop last year. I wish I could talk about, but I can't because it wouldn't be fair to the person involved. But it was amazing how good this guy was, this particular cop. I was just like, Mm -hmm. dude, you are a special person to be able to do that. That's just amazing. Yeah. Yep. Here's Esmeralda, Esmeralda, the Hispanic Democrat uniform cop, victim of violent crime at the age of 16, first boyfriend, domestic violence. Uh, And I do see these three generations in one apartment where none of them graduated from high school, where they're all on welfare and relying on that check. But sometimes when they know better, you do better. They just don't know better. This is how they were raised. This is what they saw. They didn't see mom and dad get up and go to work every day. They waited for that check to come. A lot of them can't even read and write. I don't think that it's people don't want to work. They just have had no example. The only example they see is people making fast money, selling drugs or illegal jobs or doing crimes on the street. They're not going to go to McDonald's and wait for a paycheck this is what they know the latest on the joe biden classified documents among other things on the way armstrong and getty enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway. It's in a locked garage. Yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but <laughs> as I said earlier this week, people know. I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, I didn't have it next to my Chevy or my Toyota. It's next to my uh, Corvette. Well, I guess a Corvette is a Chevy, come to think of it. Obviously, you take classified documents seriously. You've got them in your garage at home. Locked garage next to the Corvette. <laughs> so the documents were in a locked garage? Yes, as was the Corvette. Nobody asked about the freaking car. Um, oh, somebody, hey, speaking of crime and somebody texted it just because yes. this relates to that. Is it yeah. more alarming that Biden has classified documents in his garage next to his Corvette or that he still drives? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't believe at his age getting in and out of a Corvette's an easy deal. Right. So uh, we were featuring quite a bit of that forum with 11 different cops about crime and society and stuff. Just so interesting. There's more to it. And, and in my mind, it gets even better. What we're going to do is hit a bunch of that during the uh, One More Thing podcast. Armstrong and Getty, One More Thing for today. It'll be available later today, wherever you get podcasts. They go into asking all these cops, are there any policies or reforms that could change to make people safer? Or is it something that can't necessarily be fixed with reforms and policies? And they talk about families and the reality in schools and the streets and all it's great stuff and it's not a bunch of politicians or editorialists it's people who live with it so join us for the armstrong and getty one more thing podcast i have had roughly 30 cups of coffee i feel like i could fight a monkey right now if i had to i mean I'm just... <laughs> yes yes monkey fight monkey fight <laughs> and it's still delicious every every sip is just as delicious as the first one hours ago um, but I was in. I was in getting a little more coffee, and uh, a woman who works here, fit, attractive young woman, was getting some of those chocolate donuts from the little lunchroom thing. I oh thought, my! The fact that they still exist is amazing. You know, the ones that taste like plastic—they don't taste anything like any donut you've ever donut you've ever had in your life. That's why they don't call them the donuts; they call them donuts. And you've got the chocolate kind and the powdered sugar kind. She was getting the chocolate kind, but uh, they're still delicious. I haven't had one in many, many years, but oh, they melt in your mouth. I've eaten a million of them. Of course, I had cancer, but uh, I'm not connecting the two, but <laughs> sounded like you were. I don't know. <laughs> um, back to the Joe Biden documents thing. Yeah. So CBS broke the story originally classified documents in a in a in a locked closet at a think tank. Not a big deal. Ten. Nothing compared to Trump. Then NBC broke the news yesterday. Uh, more documents at another location. Don't know where it is yet. Came out today, the location is his garage at his home and another room in his home. And how many documents is this going to end up being? I mean, because one of the original, well, it's nothing like Trump. Trump had 300 documents. This is 10. Okay, well, you found several more boxes. How, how many are we up to now? I would like to know as the comparisons get a little less far apart. Well, and what's the nature of them? 
If Trump the state dinner menu and Biden has all our nuclear secrets or, you know, the designs of our submarines or something like that. It's all about what, not you, how many. You know, you're right. The number is that's a stupid. Shemony. That is a moronic way to look at it at all. You can't do an apples to apples comparison with numbers. Yeah. Did you give away the names of our spies who are going to be killed in Iran now versus, you know, he had uh Whatever it was, you know, signed letters with Kim Jong-un. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff. I've heard lists of what's classified that is ridiculous. It's your lowest level of classification. But, you know, the number of uh, uh, parking places at Fort Bragg is probably classified. Just because it has to do with a military base. Well, I'll skip to this part because I'm not trying to make the argument that clearly Biden's as bad as Trump or worse or anything like that. We don't have any idea. Um, Two things. One... Attorney General Merrick Garland is going to speak here in about a half an hour. He's in a pickle. He is really in a pickle. Is he going to announce a special counsel to investigate Biden also? Because he's got one on Trump. I think he has to. I don't think you can investigate one with the special counsel, not the other. Or does he go with the always useful, we're studying this. We've formed a commission. We're, you know, we're seriously looking at blah, blah, blah. Just to put everybody off for several days or a couple of weeks. David French, soon to be columnist for the New York Times, makes a, a good point on a tweet today. Everyone's searching for reasons why this is not as bad as Trump. Well, no, not everybody is, but some people are. Um, that's doing this wrong. That's not the standard. Let the facts play out and then respond accordingly. Trump doesn't set the minimal standard for behavior. The law does. The law is you're not allowed to have personal wow. possession of classified <laughs> documents. It's not, right. did you do more or less than Trump? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the law? No. Boy, no. what a brilliantly simple point. My goodness. And I'm looking at... um. See, which media outlet is this? I've been making a big deal today out of how the mainstream media is taking this super seriously, like it's a scandal on a Republican president, practically. ABC News' headline is, Classified Documents Found in U.S. President Joe Biden's Garage. They didn't water that down in any way. Um, they, they make, I mean, that's, that's a good way to present it. One, it's true. But two, that make, that's a pretty bad sentence. You could have yeah. said residents. And gotten away with it doesn't sound as bad as garage. They went with garage. Go check the garden shed. They could have gone with more classified documents found or something. But saying Joe Biden's garage makes it sound pretty. You're not real careful with your documents. And again, that's ABC News. I wonder if the old days are back where, you know, journalists are primarily liberals, but they make their careers based on. Uh, uncovering scandals involving poly- powerful politicians. So, yeah, if it's dem- Democrat, it's fair game. I, don't know. I would love that to be the case. It's going to be fun to follow today. I think it's going to be the lead story everywhere today. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Meanwhile, the national uh, debt is just undiscussed completely. But eh. speaking this of is, this is why nobody invites me to their parties. What about the national debt? Speaking of cancer and donuts, which I didn't put together as a topic, though, just uh, certainly not. No, I've done plenty of things throughout my life could have given me cancer, including eating donuts, including eating those little plastic donuts. <laughs> plastic? You hope that? Like, good lord, the list of chemicals in it. <laughs> you hope it's plastic. That's right. Uh, anyway, CNN out with this story today. 
U.S. cancer death rates have fallen by a third since 1991. A third! Wow. Partly due to advances in treatment, early detection, and probably the biggest one. I haven't looked into the whole story, but this might be the biggest part of it. Less smoking. I mean, smoking is the number one thing. You want to avoid cancer, don't smoke, and way fewer people smoke now than did in 1991. So, there you go. Mm. That's good news. I'm happy to hear that. It is good news. You know, sometimes I hear that cancer treatments have made huge leaps forward, uh, and then sometimes I hear that nah, not really. So I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, I I know personally that when I had my uh, my uh, stage three lymphoma, the uh, first doctor I talked to, he said, um, I don't know how old he was, looked like he was in his fifties. He said, if you'd have had this same thing when I started, you'd be dead already. So yeah, that's wow. an advance. Well, and a buddy of mine who had a similar uh, blood cancer, uh, his doctor told him, yeah, the chemo that you would have gotten not too long ago would have just battered you down. Oh, really? He said it's much more fi- fine-tuned now. It, it, you'll probably tolerate it pretty well. Um, anyway, so that is definitely good news. A couple other things to hit on. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, old, uh, what's his Huckabee's first name? Mike. Mike Huckabee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smart guy. The color for well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. What, what, where would it, what, why, Michael? Why did you play that? I just had it. I didn't know where to put it. Oh, okay. okay. Anyway. Just auditioning it. That's yeah. fine. Our favorite Mike Huckabee clip is the one about the... T- <laughs> I was in college before I knew. <laughs> Do we still have that clip? See if you can find I got to look. That's way back <laughs> yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, they anyway, do whatever it takes. The colorful governor of Arkansas, his daughter, right, who became the press spokesman, the KJP of the Trump administration? Briefly, yeah. Yeah, and the left-wing Washington media was brutal and sexist to her, but were never called to account, of course, because it was okay. She's a Republican. She's now the governor of Arkansas, which I'm not a big fan of that sort of thing. I'm not a big fan of family dynasties. At all. But anyway, she seems like a good enough person. Uh, she's the governor of Arkansas. Her first order, executive order, was banning the, the term Latinx from official use in the state government. So there apparently, even in Arkansas, they had state papers that were using Latinx? Idiotic. It is idiotic. It is beyond idiotic. Um, Different story we didn't get to. We have a number of things we didn't get to today. We're so busy, you know. Um, Do you want that clip? Oh, yeah, you have the uh, Mike Huckabee clip. Go ahead. I was in college before I found out it isn't supposed to hurt when you take a sh- That was uh, from uh, Jimmy Kimmel's unnecessary censorship, as I recall. Right. Because <laughs> what he actually said was shower. <laughs> Talking about growing, out, growing up without heated water. Yeah, if it if if it if it hurts when it's what you thought it said, then you might have one of those cancers we were talking about. So go Mix to the doctor. in a little, uh, little grain, a little uh, fiber. That's a a funny uh, clip. Pictures have emerged from that Amtrak train that was delayed for 37 hours in South Carolina. Oh, yeah, I meant to look into that. What the heck happened? Riders were actually calling 911 and saying they had been taken hostage. How else would you describe it? I'm on the train and I can't get off and I got no food or water. At some point they sent in pizzas, but 37 hours, that's a day and a half. Boy, you could walk up and down that train quite a number of times to kill the time, and oh. Well, I've ridden some Amtrak in my life, and uh, 
the turlets, if it's busy, get overflowing oh. real fast. Oh, my. Always <laughs> the, the toilet. Matter. That's, that's right, right Johnny. Johnny. That's right. Yeah, you could have left it unsaid. But, um, and I'd imagine you're there in the woods in North Carolina for, for two days, practically. And I'd imagine people were saying, hey, can I just get off and take a little walk or walk? something? Check out the woods. And they wouldn't let them. Right. I'll bet that's why they were calling the cops. Yeah, heck yeah. I would have, too. I'm being imprisoned on a train. Yeah, by the government. Uh, so train travel, uh, not always so great. How about about air travel? So yesterday, 10,000 flights were either delayed or canceled because of that outage. We had no planes in the air in the United States for the first time since 9-11. Wow. I mean, that's a very unique situation. They're still not exactly sure why the president told Pete Boot Edge Edge to let him know as soon as they figure it out. But the most interesting part of the story to me is the same thing happened in Canada shortly after it happened here yesterday. So what's up with that? There's still the two systems tied into each other. I don't what? know because I read. I just read. I was checking the headlines that it, some some technician was doing a uh, something or other. You know, one of your tech stuff <laughs> things that people do, and uh, and he made a mistake. He reset the password. He just exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and he forgot to write it down, forgot there was a capital uh, P under plain password. Well, um, I, I saw that story, too, but then it was after that that Joe Biden was asked about it and said they still don't know. So maybe he's not up to speed on the latest news. I don't know. But um, I feel like th- this is still not n- – n- we're not being told the whole story. They know the whole story yet. And like Michael keeps saying, Michelangelo, uh, if, it, if we did get hacked – you don't want to tell us. You don't want to alert the hackers that we know you hacked us. Uh, it's, uh, Maybe. Sure. Yeah. C- certainly yeah, not. But obviously, right away, you don't want to let them know. So the entire North American air travel system, north of Mexico, anyway, gets brought down for the first time in going on a quarter century. And, and you ask why, and the answer is, well, I don't know. Well, what happened? Uh, I don't know. Software problem, but probably not hacking. Uh, I don't understand how a software problem is clearly not hacking. Clearly, it's internet connected. Yeah. Or, or is it an insular, I don't know what the proper term is, um, system that just goes out to airplanes? No, that's practically impossible. Yeah, but did, did, so then, so maybe somebody got a thumb drive in or something like that, like we did <laughs> <You> to <know. laughs> Iran. Iran is not on the internet, so you can't hack into it. Well, we got a thumb drive in there, malware that ruined their computer. I feel like I'm speculating on what went wrong with the Hadron Collider. You know, <laughs> there was a delicate physics experiment involving quarks and neutrons, and, and it didn't go right. And here I am, Joe Getty, thinking, well, I don't know. Did you recalibrate the old uh, the quark meter over there? <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. Are you a pilot? Are you involved in this? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com is the email address. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. All flights across the U.S. were grounded due to a failure with the FAA's computer system. It's never a good sign when you see a jumbo jet taking the I-95 to Tampa. You know what I'm <laughs> Meanwhile, the outage happened while some planes were in the air. If there's one thing you don't want to hear from your pilot, it's attention passengers. Do yourselves a favor and stay off Twitter for a little bit. And... <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if all this actually started because some guy didn't put his phone on airplane mode during takeoff? <laughs> it's real? This does something? That's funny. It is funny. Hey, that Twitter mention reminds me, we've got to dig into that uh, mini Twitter war Tim Sandifer got into about uh, Southwest Airlines and their failures versus government failures. I'd I'd love to dig into that. Maybe we can even talk to Tim if he's in the mood. I don't know. There is a tour out in the hallway here at the radio station. It's adults. I don't know what the tour is, but they all have the same expression on their face of everyone that's ever taken a tour anywhere. Stop hurting me. You're hurting me. Stop. Stop, you're hurting me. <laughs> oh, boy. You get any group taking a tour, doesn't matter what they're taking a tour of. There are some people that at least can pretend to be very, very interested. There mm-hmm. are some people kind of mildly interested, and then there are people who aren't even trying to look interested. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I had to counsel somebody who I care about very much once that they had resting apathetic face. Oh, yeah. And I said, we've got to work on alertly attentive face because that's really important. When the boss is talking, put on your alert and attentive face. (laughs) Good for your career. Hey, folks, it's, uh, it's time for, for uh, final thoughts with uh, Jack Armstrong, Joe Getty. Hopefully after me, we can uh, go out and uh, slap five and uh, get some ice cream. Just just have a good old time. What was that? Who that was that? was AI using Joe Biden's actual voice. That was incredible. That one of our listeners made, yeah. That was incredible. Play it again. Yeah, hear it Why again. Not? 
Hey, folks, it's, uh, it's time for, for uh, final thoughts with uh, Jack Armstrong, Joe Getty. Hopefully after me, we can uh, go out and uh, slap five and uh, get some ice cream. Just just have a good old time. Wow, that's troubling. There's and another one we'll feature tomorrow. And just a listener, like, did that. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's rough. Here's our host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Well, just a listener. The guy might be the head of Apple. You don't know. No, we have many auspicious listeners. I guess that's true. How dare you, sir? Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, our technical director, lead us off. Um, I got distracted by the tour. I'm used to, like, little Cub Scouts, you know, coming in. And uh, anyway, yeah, I don't really have a final thought, to be honest with you. I got distracted. People staring at me. Yeah, yeah. Well, people were staring through the window. Yeah, it was a little distracting. I Taking- wanted to pop my head out and say, I'm Joe Getty, I'm, and then give him a killer look, you know. Yeah, people were taking pictures and whatnot during the tour. This is my final thought. I wear a suit most days, but the weather's been so terrible, I haven't been. So normally they'd be in on tour and see me in a suit. Today I'm in an ACDC t-shirt from Target. <laughs> eh, not the same look. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, oh, my gosh, listen to that. John Bonham of the Mighty Led Zeppelin beginning the outro to the show. My final thought is hope you tune in tomorrow, or if not, Grab one of the podcasts, Armstrong and Getty On Demand, or uh, Armstrong and Getty One More Thing, which is going to be really good today. We are wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Also at armstrongandgetty.com, you can get some fabulous AG swag, a t-shirt, a, a hoodie, a sports bra, whatever you like. Where do they find the next batch of documents? See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Well, I said earlier this week. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. That didn't make a lot of sense. The logic doesn't add up. It is literally under review right now. As we are, as we, as I as I am talking to you, it is under review. Oh, Congressman. They don't understand the gravity of the situation. They're- yeah, I really don't give. Come on. I was wondering, you know, what you felt about that. My Corvette's in the lock garage. Okay. So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. Get the hell out of here! Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.